To our next potential symptom leading to relapse, I got to tell you some funny stuff. So I probably haven't been to concerts since I was a teenager, as a general rule, maybe a country fest here and there. But uh, last year, as you know, I went to go see Blue October to ask them if I could use them for the music for the show. Well, and I had tickets again for another show in Kansas City this year. Made perfect sense. I'd get to go see my friends and and get out there and go see a show. In addition, I actually bought tickets to go see Maroon 5 Labor Day weekend. So two concerts. And like I said, kind of never had concerts on the radar really before the last couple of years. Because, you know, those cost money and I needed my money to gamble. So anyway, evidently, I decided to uh, curse the world and, you know, shut down things. And the Blue October one's been postponed. I have a very, well, you know what? I'm going to tell the universe I want it to stay on. So hopefully it stays on. But I did get word today that the Labor Day one is already postponed, which really sucks because, um, some family was coming up. It's going to be a little girl's trip. So we'll see. Everything happens for a reason, right? And then the other fun fact of my day was um, I got a letter from the state. I've been waiting for my refund patiently. Well, not really super patiently. I look at my bank account every day to see if it's there. And I got it in my head like, okay, I just... I get the states backed up. I just want it there so I know that I'm not audited, you know, like, or I'm going to get audited. Well, guess what letter I got in the mail today? Yeah, yours truly is going to get her first audit ever. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's been that kind of a day. But I'm feeling very just grateful and silly. It's date night with Justin. His concert's going to start in a little bit. So I look forward to this. I can't believe it's already like the third one, fourth one, but it's like one of my favorite self-care activities is just watching him on the computer and my Friday night fun. So I hope you're doing something fun tonight too. First though, we got to talk about self-pity. Well, that's a fun one. Self-pity. Why do these things happen to me? Why must I be a compulsive gambler? Nobody appreciates what I'm doing for them. <laughs> wow, I <laughs> I didn't read that before sharing with you that I can't go to concerts and um, I'm getting audited. It wasn't for self-pity. <laughs> Sorry, I think that's pretty uh, funny, if you couldn't tell. So self-pity. I don't know that I had a strong relationship with, with self-pity. Maybe, maybe internally more so than externally. And I don't know if my perspective is jaded because of right now that 
and I shouldn't be taking other people's inventory, but I feel like self-pity is a driving factor on how people, you know, act in addiction, whether they're using or not. But when they get in that addiction mindset. Um, so I, I really can't. I got to talk through this with you because I'm really not sure. And thank you, by the way, for being patient with me while I do this. I guess when you, I, why do these things happen to me? Okay, so if I was gambling and I got that letter from the IRS today, <laughs> well, the state IRS, that could have totally sent me into self-pity and off to gamble in the old days. You know, like, oh, well, I got to go win some money in case I owe them fees or something. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. I didn't cheat on my taxes. I might have screwed them up because I didn't know what I was doing with having um, <laughs> no kid in, involved in them this year. But anyway, um, so I could see that happening. Nobody appreciates what I'm doing for them. I suppose that. I suppose that that could be really easily in a relationship or for a parent. You know, how many, wow, I just thought of a person and an example. Actually, some, you know, some people. I know some beautifully, beautifully strong, amazing people. And I'm thinking of a couple women in particular. And they do nothing but give. They take care of sick people, um, you know, whether one of them helps with like a hospice environment and the other one, her her husband has dementia and she just went through dealing with cancer with her roommate and she has another sick brother. And But she's a giver, giver, giver. Now, I don't know what goes on in her head, per se, and she hasn't gambled in, I think it's going to be four years in June, but someone like that who I could see very easily be like, nobody appreciates what I'm doing for them. I don't, I don't know that they think that way, but I could, I could see that being a reality for someone like that, like I said, or a parent and as I was reminded a whole bunch of times this morning, I'm not a parent. I don't understand. Um, <laughs> I think I make a really good shrink on the bike trail, I have to tell you guys. Although I'm not sure that my cohort loves my advice, mostly because it's 100% different than what he would do, which is why I'm giving him advice. <laughs> but he keeps saying, well, you don't understand. He has a special needs child. and You don't understand what it's like to be a parent of a special needs child. You're absolutely right. I do not know. Um, so I don't try to make opinions about the parental part of it, just, you know, basic black and white facts. Um, it doesn't matter if you're children or an adult or whatever, just situational advice, but... It's all good. We we enjoy our mornings. And when it was nice like this morning, I think I could do this every day. I felt amazing, amazing after starting my day that way. And I think that's probably why this stuff isn't bothering me. You know, it would be very easy to get in a funk about all the things that did not go right today. And I'm just grateful that I'm starting to feel a little bit like my old self. I, um, I had told you guys a while back that 
I was struggling with um, another one of my friends and I didn't, I wasn't receptive to how he was handling things and I was trying to come at him with a, a, coming from a place of love and kindness. I shot him an email and whatever and we just really had been disconnected. We've been in the same, uh, you know, same group maybe once or twice and uh, we're in the same group text but we didn't have any one-on-one dialogue so we've we've I reached out to him I was getting ready yesterday and it occurred to me I couldn't even remember why we weren't speaking (laughs) that's a good sign that you know it's time to make up with someone is if you cannot remember what you were fighting about so I just shot him a text and told him you know hey I miss you and he wrote back that he missed me too. And, and now we've had a little bit of engagement. But again, I'm not a parent, so I don't understand. And, you know, he's, he's got his, he's got a house full. He's got four kids, three of which are the same age. Can you imagine? Um, and there's not like a big gap between the triplets and the other one. So I have no idea what that looks like, you know. So who, who am I to be a pain in the ass? about, you know, him treating me like a VIP. That was maybe a little self-pity. Oh, you know, I've, I've gotten in that mood with him. Oh, poor Bobby. You know, he won't he won't come on my terms like we were supposed to do some stuff last year. Well, he's not doing it on my terms. So that's a little bit of self-pity too, not getting our way. It goes back to some of the other things like controlling other people or having expectations. There's a lot of a lot of similar circles that show up. But the moral of the story is self-pity. If you're exhibiting some self-pity, it could be a sign that you're headed for a relapse, according to this card. And I'm going to be fully honest with you guys. <laughs> And I'm going to get into this later, but, um, and it'll be funny how this evolves. I, I gave you the heads up already that I've gotten some connection with um, a group or organization or whatever that isn't all 12-step based. And they're actually, it sounds like against it. I'm only on the second podcast of listening to them, but I'm very intrigued by what they're saying. And I already, just after listening to one and a half shows, I'm finding myself choosing my words carefully, not from a place of wanting to censor myself with you, but I want more information now that I know that it lives out there. And if me calling this a disease or an addiction, and that isn't the right language that helps us become successful and you know not bet or not bet in a damaging way and and Neil the fella from MindFit I don't know that we published this or if it was part of our private conversation he had said to me I think it was part of our private conversation afterwards he had said to me something um, along the lines of thinking he wasn't from the school of thinking that I could never gamble again. He was had an open mind to maybe me gambling normally, and I'm using me, just whatever. I could 
go back and gamble normally again if I take care of, you know, all the stuff that he believes in, those those inner children and the exiles and the beast and all that fun stuff that we talked about. So I think that we're in for a long ride together, guys, because what I said on day one may not be what I say, you know, here we are on, we're probably at about the six month mark on me having the show and this last 50 days and nights, can you believe it? It's been 50 flipping days and nights that we've spent together. Um, I'm, I'm evolving as a person and then, and also as a person who doesn't want to gamble because it does impact my life in a negative way, but also who wants to help other people not gamble. So those are kind of, I don't think that my values from the beginning where I want people to have different styles or be, I'm not dictating to you how you should not gamble or even that you should not gamble. I I think I've approached it kind of with that tone and you see that I am pretty, uh, you know, advocating. I I am an advocate of 12-step programs and I wasn't always. I mean, I used to call it GA junk. My GA husband laughs at me about that still. Um, and he thinks I'm all grown up because I don't refer to it that way. But now I wonder if I'm going to go through another growth spurt as I learn about some of these other ways. And I will share with you, as I've been sharing all along, as I learn. You know, I, 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 I'm only telling you now with not all the right information about it or enough information about it because it's already impacting my thinking and I want to just like learn so much more about it and share it with you as fast as I can consume this information. And I think I will like, you know, we've done a lot of gamblers anonymous stuff and you know, we're, we're working on the back of their phone card right now, but who knows? Maybe there'll be some other stuff. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't want to go over curfew. I got to get this out to you so I can go watch my Justin show do my self-care. I will talk to you guys in the morning. I hope you have a fabulous Friday.